Why, hello there. If you don't already recognize my sultry voice, this is DJ Art of the High Score 510 Podcast. First of all, I would like to thank you for listening to our show. Second of all, I want to remind you with a shameless plug of our Patreon page. Join our growing community and help support an indie podcast. The perks of being a patron, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Why, Jesus, will bless you. So go check out patreon.com backslash highscore510. And for the price of a tall pumpkin spice latte, you can help AG3 afford his Peloton subscription. Regardless of which, we appreciate your support and hope you enjoy the show. You are listening to High School 510. We're real talk. I think the NFL made the right call for canceling a game. As far as what we left with, with the coin flips and the neutral fields, they did the best they could in that situation. They, they made the right call by not playing that game. It was when you saw, like Brandon said, you saw the way the players reaction. They, it was no way they were going to play, play a football game. Yeah, no, I, I, I was like, I don't think these fools would be ready. These, some of these fools just went through like emotional grief like yeah. heavy like that's a, that's an adrenaline dump that's like you don't want to like all right now get up and go hit another nigga Yeah, uh, welcome ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on Twitter at Horcrux Hipster. But also tap in with our TikTok at the High Score 510. We're putting up clips and some funny shit on there. We got, uh, you know, I got a lot of people, uh, the racists and the anti-racist racists that um, are arguing yeah. in some of the comments on one of our latest posts. So that's always fun. <laughs> It what is, did you say dude i don't know man every time i seem to post something that like is talks about you know kind of race us making fun of some kind of racial racial situation motherfuckers get in there and take it all kinds of serious to be t- <laughs> and be talking about shit just being racist our latest post was the one where it was us talking about mike mcdaniel not being white <laughs> and our surprise to that and then racist people started getting there trying to solve the world's problems about uh, racial equity and why uh, Negroes is uh, is afraid to, to work hard because they want free handouts and they be lobbying for too much shit. The most the black people have ever done, they did it here in America under white people's help. A lot of deep conversations going on in the comments. <laughs> TikTok. Ain't no deep conversation on TikTok at all, Jared. Also tapping with our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash highscore510. And we are here with. This is AG3. Happy to be happy to be feeling good, man. I've been sick the past week, so I'm gonna stick to that. Man, I am not gay. I have relationships with women and sex with men. And I got news for you. That means you're gay. I don't know how I feel. I mean, why you put this behind me? But I'm happy you did because of Ice T. I was uh, going over Rolling Stones' 200 greatest hip hop albums all time today, and I was happy Ice T. Power was on it. He put out some fire back in the day, and then is spreading knowledge to men who aren't sure whether they're gay or not. Man, that album had everything. Man, that album it was the it was basically like the pre. It was the album that had that basically took advantage of the explicit warning on it it was it was before nwa 
it had everything on it. I mean, drugs, talk about selling and drugs, relating albums to drugs, misogyny. His wife Darlene on it wearing a thong bikini while holding a shotgun. I say we kill him. Shut the door, nigga. I feel like Ice T is one of those people you had to be there to like really witness. Because I feel like I've never heard a Nice T record on the radio. <laughs> well, it was hard to hear it on the radio because, like I said, he first. Right. <laughs> well, even, like even that, they they don't play it in rotation on any of these. Uh, it'll mm. never come up in anybody's top twenty. Well, the weird thing about Ice T, Brandon, he didn't. He only made. He didn't make like a, a censored version of his music, except for Colors, except for the song Colors. colors but I yeah, that's the rest colors. of them, he didn't make a. He had a song. It was all capital letters, like. G L Y N B N. Well, let me just say what it stood for. It stood for girls. Let's get butt naked and fuck tonight. Buck you naked. That was that was that was the, that was the title of the song, dude. Did it all that. And we are here with the Lord One, Captain P. Fun. I'm just tired. That's all. Lord help me. I need a I need a woman to help me. Any woman that want to contact Jared, that want to help me and live in, and be a young living woman, contact DJ <laughs> Art. What did, she, what did she get out of it, Pedro? Huh? What did she get out of it? A place to stay. She rent high. <laughs> Somebody gonna hit you up on that. You gonna regret it. When the hell he do that? <laughs> Where do you find this? Where, where do you find this stuff? Shout out to Corey Feldman. Sponsorship. Uh, that's Corey Feldman. I thought that was Charlie Sheen. <laughs> they do like Charlie Sheen a little bit. I was confused. <laughs> Charlie Sheen should have done should do a duet with him. Come back, King. Uh anyways, Pedro, yeah, you get you a young, young chick living off a of free rent, be your side piece, you know. That's some comeback king type shit. I didn't hold on. I didn't say side chick. I need a maid. <laughs> oh, I thought that was cool. I don't cold, mean, I, don't I mean, he didn't say that. He he was not. I just need a young, cute Mexican lady to move in with me. That's all. If you end up pregnant, if you end up pregnant, it's not mine. Somebody gonna get pregnant while I'm in town. Two days, why? You know, Kevin Samuels yourself. You better, yeah, you better, you better be careful for for a Larissa Pippen move in. Hey. Yeah, Larsa. Is it Larsa or Larissa? Larissa. It's Larissa. <laughs> Even though there's no eyes, it's just it's Larissa. And we are here with Oh, this is Brandon, aka Taco Pablo. Happy New Year, everybody. Shout out to all the all the listeners, all the subscribers, all the Patreons. If anybody out there can help me with something, I need somebody to find a way to lock Jared out of TikTok. Because I, he sends about between 12 and 25 of these motherfucking TikToks a day. Because <laughs> that's just the ones he sends. God knows how many he actually watched. Oh, no, no, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> started. <laughs> well, speaking about that, here you go, Brandon. Here's your sound bite. Okay, brothers and sisters and misses and misters, here's your daddy-o with the sounds to go. No shucking, no jiving. I'm telling you, your music's arriving. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> This is the Shout youngest I've ever seen Morgan Freeman look, and he still look middle-aged. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> See, you didn't watch The Electric Company like me and Aaron back in the day. Oh, yeah, I forgot about The Electric I love that show. And my name is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Art, with two Ts for a double dose of that tink-tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. 
What, what happened to you? I got these. You got me. Yeah. And what happened? You were trying to go inside yeah, the house? Yeah, I, I made like a foot inside and they pushed me out and they paced me. What's your, what's your name? Where are you from? My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And where did you want to go in? We're Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to the man. You know the worst part about that is how she said she got beat up, but all she did was get pushed. She got, got I got I got beat up in mace. And I'm like, there's a like you got pushed. That's beat up. Man. They had so many parodies. I've done that one's pretty good. Actually. He show tuned it out. <laughs> it is the two-year anniversary of January 6th, y'all. Uh things are going great. Apparently. In Brazil, people have stormed the uh, congressional building. What do you guys think about that? I'm surprised they knew where it was at. This is in Brazil. They're, they're trying to get trying to get Trump up in there. I heard. Man, it looked like Tony Stark's uh, the uh, ground floor. That's what I was like. I was like, is this <laughs> this is a Capitol building? That's where all the money goes into that building. That's why the streets still look like 1980 Mexico. Uh, it didn't seem like a very secure building, though, because the amount of windowage that I seen, at least on social media, was like this. It's a lot of stuff to get broke here. <laughs> Actually, I haven't, I haven't even seen the video, but I can imagine. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently Bolsonaro, the former president, uh, is Bo- in Florida. Bonasol- is Bonasolaro or something like that. I did see, no, I know about the story. I just didn't see the videos. I was going to say my wife is, is on her way flying to Brazil right now to not get involved in any of that. So please do not detain her. We need her back to run this daycare. <laughs> I cannot do this by myself. <laughs> not if you listen, help! I wanted to uh, see how everyone was doing after the new year. We've been on a little break, but I also wanted to ask a question to y'all. What is something that you are happy to leave behind in 2022? And then what is something you are looking forward to in 2023? Oh, um, the thing I'm looking forward to in 2023 is uh, the use of uh, artificial intelligence or AI, as people keep calling it. I can't wait until we find that intersection of, I don't know if this is really fake news. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or they're they're trying to convince us that it is real news. I can't wait till we just sort of destroy the news system. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Chat GPT or Copy AI and all these other yeah. tools the kids are using to write, write their papers. But it's getting a lot better. You're not gonna be able to tell whether or not it's an original article or something that somebody just sort of copy and paste it. Um, I'm very interested in this aspect of it just because like it's just so much content that's already being produced every day. And this just gave people tools to just produce more bullshit. <laughs> and I just can't wait. I just can't wait to see how everyone fights over it. I can't wait to see like some AI article write something about that Trump is actually a genius and that <laughs> and that Joe Biden is actually 27 and he's, he's doing his Benjamin Button or some shit like that. <laughs> and, ar- and then arguing with somebody on Twitter about some fake article <laughs> by some ra- robot, man. Um, yeah, man, the world's going to hell, man. I can't read or write good. Please, AI, write me an article about vac- vaccinations being bullshit. It's wild, man. That's what I'm looking forward to. I think I'm looking to leave behind in 2022 is mostly the fashion. I don't know what the kids were. I'm like, I'm confused why uh, sweat shorts were a thing. 
I'm just very confused by why these tight sweatshorts were a thing. Everybody's wearing tight sweatshorts, Adidas, Adidas lows with no socks, stinky ass feet, uh, some oversized hoodie, and, and some tennis cap with like night with the with the Velcro in the back. Not even like not even to fit it. I'm very happy to leave that behind. Probably just because I live near a college campus, but I'm really very excited to leave that all that behind. You should uh, start buying up all the extra stock Adidas got of Kanye stuff. That's not labeled Kanye or Yeezy. Turn that into a little market brand. That's what you need to do. Just buy it all up. Start selling on the on eBay. Put high score five one zero patches on them. That's what yeah. we're doing right now. Let's do this. Aaron, you got anything that uh you're looking forward to in 2023 or looking uh happy to leave behind in 2022? Well, I got a looking forward. That's kind of a. I, as soon as I get there, I will be looking behind it, and that will be um I'm looking forward in like four more months being done playing off this stupid ass Peloton, the worst purchase of my career. <laughs> God damn, I'm so you mad. I'm, alone. I'm so mad I listen to people. That's my I sunk cost fallacy. You, you pay that my thing off for like four years. No, no, no. Since the pandemic. So since 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 it'll be three years of paying it off. Oh Jesus. I'll be done in I'll be done in March, man. I, that's my sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> Uh, just, I mean, I do get on it. I, I will. I will say this: I get on it about three times a month. So I guess I'm better than most people. Three to six times. What a is month, the monthly payment it. on a Peloton? Sixty nine dollars. So you basically like spending twenty three dollars every every time. It's like you were to pay a twenty three dollar fee to get on a Peloton for thirty minutes. Well, no. Well, there's the Peloton, but then there's, there's a the subscription. Classes. Oh, no, 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 no. The subscription got ended a long time ago, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> the subscription got ended. I was smart enough to end that shit a long time ago. That got ended. So uh, what are your plans with the Peloton? Or are you looking forward to finishing? Like I said, I still ride it like six times. I'm just happy to no longer be paying that shit. There are so many Pelotons on Facebook Marketplace right now, dude. <laughs> dude and they're not and they're, you can't get no money. For it. Yeah, what do you think started to move? An, uh, a used mattress or a Peloton right now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a used mattress I can leave out on the street, though. Like everybody else seemed to do in Oakland. It seemed like that's what you're supposed to do, just leave it out leaning against my apartment building. If you leave a Peloton out, somebody will steal the monitor first, and then it will be picked up. Somebody will steal the monitor first, and then steal the wheel next. It'll just be sitting there. <laughs> be on blocks. <laughs> be on blocks. A Peloton on blocks, dude. Uh, I'm looking forward in the new year. I'm looking forward to following Pedro on his new social media on True Social. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to. The nigga ain't got no sex. I told him to buy the damn bike. I told myself that too. I, I, and I and I canceled it. I promise when you listen to your sister and other people, they're like, no, you gotta get it, man. This 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 pandemic, you don't know when it's going. I was like, it ain't gonna last forever. You never listen, never listen to black women. They don't do nothing but panic and give you bad advice. Black women, what's wrong with you voting for Barack Obama? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. I, 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 I do not condemn, condemn or <laughs> yes, he not, does. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was gonna say I do not condone Pedro's last. Well. <laughs> Well, well, the crazy thing about Aaron, though, was that he got a Peloton and he fixed his real bike. He went all in on the bike. That's the crazy thing. And he still ain't rode the bike. Well, here's the crazy thing. See, the bike, the hard part is because I live in an area where fools just don't respect bicycles. Even though I'm in the Bay Area where, where you got all these bike rules and laws and new lanes and they they closing down lanes on busy streets to down the one lane to have a, a, a protected bike lane. Even though you got all of that, 
the problem is the one part I live in is the part where they don't respect anything when it comes to bicyclers, dude. Wake up in the morning, find a bicyclist hit, they rob them. They rob them after hitting them. They get hit. People come by, don't help them. They just rob them. Also looking forward to not being sick no more, man. Tired. I'm looking forward to getting to a point where we could just put COVID behind us, man. You know, I went to Target the other day and I was like, God damn, remember when you used to it used to be okay to go to Target sick? Hey, hey Aaron, <laughs> let's let's put um all your venereal diseases behind us. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Now now yeah. you gotta fake like you like you like you healthy in Target. Everybody know you know, you in there faking like you healthy, you in there sweating and shit, wearing a mask. I'm like all I was trying to get was some robot testing, but I got a fake like I'm healthy, or else I get sent out of Target. Remember back in the day, you used to always see, oh yeah, that guy is sick. He not even doing, he not even doing a lap around Target. He going straight to the medicine. <laughs> Man, I had to do a lap to fake it. Everybody looking like, is this is this is this motherfucker in here sick? I know he ain't in here sick. Uh, Pietro, uh, we've been talking about uh, what are you happy to leave behind in 2022, and what are you looking forward to uh, in 2023. Don't never look forward to anything. Can't plan anything. Um, you got a bunch of old folks around you. Ain't no, ain't no telling uh, what's gonna happen the next day. You got a bunch of black women around you. No telling what's gonna happen the next day. I'm just hoping for more white women in my life, <laughs> <laughs> or a Mexican maid, <laughs> or Mexican maid. <laughs> What are you happy to leave behind, though? What are you happy to leave in 2022? Actually, I, I, I like to take things with me. Things leave me behind in 2022. People, things drop me off. I'm left behind. I've been left behind by Joe Biden. <laughs> Trump 2024. Am I the only oh, one right now? Uh, I'm looking well. forward. Hey, look, I'm looking forward to see uh, car prices coming down. That's one thing. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, I, a that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking so me and the family can finally buy an SUV. We used to have one. I used to have one a long time ago, and I've been in sports cars because I've been looking for a young white woman. <laughs> and uh, I need to get back to being a family man. I'm getting old and washed up. I don't get that many looks. I'm starting to get looks. So I went out to um, my great, um, my great elder Ed had a rest in peace, uh, brother Ed, in church, and I got more looks from them church women than I did from any of the young Mexican girls working at the concession stands and stores and stuff. And so I was really disappointed, and I'm like, oh Lord, I'm at the point where all these old women like me. You need to show up bumping. So I'm not really looking forward to anything. <laughs> and just I'm left behind. I feel left behind. I'm really not looking forward to anything. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You know what? I'm looking forward to the cure of diabetes. <laughs> I agree with that one. I'll back you up on that one. For me. What I'm looking forward to is um, in 2023. Actually, let me go what I'm not looking or what I'm looking to leave behind. What I'm looking to leave behind is NFTs. I think NFTs. I think the world's left them behind. I think except you, the only one that ain't left. Them I'm behind. just happy like I don't have to hear about NFTs right now, and I'm 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 feeling good. I feel like that was a fad. That was a phase. Uh, with FTX and a lot of crypto, you know, going crazy. Uh, I feel like they, uh, you know, NFTs are now even less relevant. 
I'm looking forward to for me is uh I don't know. It's a new year. Hope, new hope, new habits, positive habits, yeah. new uh new ventures or just experiences. So I'm super juiced about that. But I'm also excited about what are some of the new uh anthems that some of these bullshit ass fans are gonna be coming out with uh, over the next year, you know. So mm-hmm. Brandon, Brandon blessed <laughs> us with a really dope one. The Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys anthem. And I was like, man, they still rocking. They still coming out. So I guess that's what I'm looking forward to. We got uh, we got a couple uh some terrible team anthems and uh, terribly good, I should say. And I just want to see what else uh, some of these other communities and fan bases could come up with. Here's the one that Brandon sent me today. What's up, Cowboys fam? If you feeling like I'm feeling, let's do this. It's time. It's time to make some noise. We all get together. Who's out? Stepping on the scene, repping blue and white jerseys, double stars, and our kicks clean. Second to none, I commit it. Don't matter if we're home or away, we wanna win it. All day, every day, hit the live tag, you know how we do it. Cowboys for live, repping them boys, cause we chose to. We got fanatics getting crazy, hyped up for the silver and blue. Best believe we're rolling deep too. Biggest fan base across the nation, I thought you knew. Yeah, you know we rep together. Every stadium, city, Cowboys fans everywhere. Yeah, you know we ain't stopping. All right. Why is always some old ass man doing this shit? Yeah, everybody's always our age and up. Yeah, I understand that. I think when I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. Violation, violation. How you cowboy out a Honda Accord? <laughs> he did it. That is a violation. Car, that is a car code violation. He had to save money on Has, the car so he could cowboy no, it out. He no might got an OS in no. a charger. He, yeah. See, look at that charger code. Char- because it's a it's an American car. It's American team. You have an American I know car. I'm saying, but the price of the charger, he can only put a sticker across. The Honda afforded him to be able to cowboy it out. It's a violation. Should have a Ford. You look like that player head that will show me this shit. Give me my damn money back right now, and I don't have no damn receipt. In sports news, the NFL playoffs are pretty much set. Would you say they're set? Are the, are the Packers going to win this game? Mm, we got one still live, so we are looking live at the Packers game. So Yeah, we're in the live. Stay tuned, live stay tuned uh, podcast network. Uh, stay, you stay right here. Don't look, don't look into the future. You stay right here. Podcast this by the time they listen to this shit, it's gonna be over. What are you about? <laughs> That's why Jared, that was that me hearing this is a joke, you know. Don't oh, I, I thought you was being serious. Man. Stay know, right man. here, podcast nation. <laughs> After a crazy week 17, we did not record week 17, and week 17 was wild. So yeah, it's uh, a better week to watch football, and I'm stuck watching football on this boring ass week. Uh Damar Hamlin uh suffered cardiac arrest on the field on a Monday night game last week. It commandeered the sports world, or at least American <laughs> sports or ESPN. His uh injury on the field uh suffered at the hands of T. Higgins, that dirty player. Um so you know, Come on, uh, how did you guys Come react on. to that? Worse than wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> Can we get back to T Higgins being dirty? <laughs> yeah, you can't just gloss over that. <laughs> All right, no, no, I'm sorry. Apparently, T. Higgins was getting hate for his being her, part of the play. That his job of just Hamlin. running the ball. <laughs> his people are crazy. <laughs> They're like, you dirty motherfucker. <laughs> DeMar Hamlin, though, did actually suffer cardiac arrest, almost died, uh, apparently resuscitated two times from what has been some reports, but has made strides in the past week 
and is now conscious and is communicating with family and um you know i think is tweeting looking, out pictures yeah looking like he may come out of this at least you know functional you know functional so uh what do you guys think about uh the injury the whole thing that happened in buffalo the game being canceled Outright cancel, but how do you feel about the NFL's handling of the game? And then, what are you looking? Uh, uh, how do you think you know this affects football moving forward? Let me go first because I know Brandon and Aaron are gonna have a lot to say on it. I was gonna go first, and I had a brain fall. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody came in here, somebody headache, but uh, yeah, they we knew it was gonna happen. Everybody, all the commentators, we were just waiting. Win. It's like, hey, this is a violent sport. The speed is getting. Everybody's getting faster. Supplements, the science, everything. You guys are running at you know 100 miles per hour. Like if you listen to any of the sportscasters or the, the sideline um, uh, reporters, they they're always amazed about the speed at what these large men are playing at. It's like it's like you're kind of at a NASCAR. <laughs> race with these dudes on the sideline you're just seeing it's just so violent and you know you don't see it on these hd cameras how quick and fast these dudes are and you talk they talk about the injuries and things uh everybody's been predicting uh something like this could happen it's you know this because it's happened at a lower you know at, at amateur or or high school games and college games there's people that actually died you know and, I know they're not getting national coverage, but kids died of dehydration and improper uh, care, not having the medical training or medical staff on the field as does, you know, the professional sports. So when you see it happen in the professional sports, you see how everything, how he was revived and everything, it kind of humbles you and everybody sees it. It's a humbling feeling. So, uh, just shout out to Demar Hamlin. Uh, get well. We want to see you back on the field, along with uh, Tua. <laughs> oh, here's another thing. Just a little side thing. It's, it's amazing that we see how fast the medical staff got to Hamlin to revive him, and you see how incompetent Miami was about the safety and the well-being of Tua. Oh, it's Miami, man. Oh yeah, man. Crazy, Florida, man. Man. Yeah, they. Yeah, it's. <laughs> They mismanaged that so bad. That man's career may be over because of that. You got to think about the cities, though. You got to think about, I'm a doctor for the Dolphins in Miami. (laughs) What else I might have to going off the field? Versus, I'm a doctor (laughs) in January in Buffalo. What I might be having going on outside the field. And I'm telling you, the guy in Buffalo didn't have nothing to do but work. (laughs) Come on, that's a great, great point. Great point. I didn't. He is on the ball right now. He's like, man. That that Miami doctor was like, yeah, put him back in the game. I got to do cocaine and hookers. <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug. Well, uh, how did you take it, Brandon? I did not initially see the play because I've not been watching a lot of football. But, uh, you know, trusty old Twitter will show us somebody getting shot. Oh, so yeah. I go to Twitter <laughs> looking for the play. I'm down in the basement get, trying to work out. And I was like, why is this game stopped? I was like, hey, I'm going through Twitter. I was like, oh, okay. And he falls down. I was like, what the fuck happened to him? And it looked terrible, right? It just looked yeah. like it looked like, you know, somebody was running the ball back. He wasn't necessarily prepared to tackle him. He just got hit in the chest real hard. Yeah. So that didn't look that didn't look terrible, but I was like, oh man, that's wild. And then you see how the players react to you. So you're like, oh, so this is something that's actually uh like something legit is happening right now. 
something serious oh. is happening right now. Yeah. At any level, you've seen somebody get hurt, right? Like I've been at, you know, fucking Thanksgiving Turkey Bowl and seen somebody break their ankle. This is part of what you see. But mm-hmm. then everybody on the field thought he died right there. You know, especially when the paramedics come and they're they're being super serious. It's not like, oh hey, bring the cart when you can. It's like, not nah, you need to bring this motherfucker right now. And they're doing CPR. I think it was a good idea to, to stop the game because I don't think anybody was ready to go back in there and play, especially everybody who's on the field, everybody who's kind of sitting there watching this dude, wondering or not if he's going to get up or not. Um, I just really wish ESPN would have just put the you know, on a 30 for 30 or some shit like that because I couldn't I thought take... the same thing, too. I thought the same thing. <laughs> could too. not oh, take good. Booger McFarlane on I got that TV. And everybody kept talking about, oh, Booger was so great on there, man. He's just bringing humanity. But yeah, man, I'm, you know, I'm happy to see all the support, man. I feel like it was one of the, but I do, I know my, my skeptical brain, my conspiracy brother is like, I don't know why we, everybody always has to almost die for somebody to do, donate to their charity. Small brother, am I going to die? But. <laughs> <laughs> But that's just the way it works. People are going to start faking almost deaths. <laughs> what is, they give people like Jesse Smollett, man, I was almost hanged. Please put me in Avatar 3. Dude, you ain't got to do all that. And apparently, yes, you do. Was he in Avatar 3? It was, it's no. Avatar 2. <laughs> oh, I was in But if you imagine Jesse Smollett's situation was real, right? He would have been the next child. Like he would have been propping him up. Oh yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. He would have been a new. He would have been a new black. Oh man, we got a new black panther. Aaron, how did you take the the injury and and where do you see? How do you see football moving forward from this? Do you think this is going to be a lasting thing, or you think it's going to be man? The machine keeps moving. You know, it, it, it's hard for you to ask. I don't know why would you ask me how did I take the injury? You know how I am with almost anything. I mean, I thought the dude was dead. I called you, Jared. Told you I think this dude dead. And I think I called you before the paramedic came on the field and I said, I think this dude is dead. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. That was the first thing I said. I called Jared and said, I think this dude dead. I was like, this ain't no normal one. I said, man, they just cut back from a long break and he's still lying there. And then the paramedic was like, yeah, he dead. Right. And so uh, I took it like other people, you know, some of those sad situations. Glad he glad he made it through it. You know, I, I don't think it's going to stop football or stop anything. Like I said, back in 89, I saw Hank Gathers die uh, at LMU. They claim he died to Daniel Freeman. There was no AED back then, man. They was pumping on his chest. When they couldn't get it going, it didn't get going. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he was dead on that court. He was holding this. He fell down, collapsed. He was holding his chest and he just stopped. And like I said, that didn't stop the NC2A tournament. We had Bo Kimball shooting left handed free throws for the next month. You know, I think football made the right call. I think the NFL made the right call for canceling a game. As far as what we left with, with the coin flips and the neutral fields, they did the best they could in that situation they they made the right call by not playing that game it was when you saw like brandon said you saw the way the players reaction they it was no way they were going to play to play a football game yeah no i i, I was like i don't think these fools are going to be ready these some of these fools just went through like emotional grief like yeah. heavy like that's a, that's an adrenaline dump that's like you don't want to like all right now get up and go hit another nigga do it do it do it do it fuck him up yeah, I was like, it's like no, man. If they did that, somebody, somebody would have probably got hurt. Not paying just start, attention. Start a new football league called, you know, emotional grief uh, football, and just have motherfuckers go through traumatic events or like go. All right, before you go to the game, you got to go to a funeral. 
and we're gonna make you sit in a <laughs> two-hour funeral, make it real sad, and then you gotta go play football. I, I seen the tweet that Bayless had put out. Yeah. Right under that, Skip Bayless. Everybody's mad at him, and right under that, Aaron liked the tweet. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I read that tweet, and it wasn't a good tweet. He shouldn't have said what he said. Not at the time. But I think it was taken a little out of context. He didn't it say play the game. He just no. said, I don't know how NFL makes up this game. That's all he said. Yeah, uh, now, the timing uh, is everything. Yeah, t- he, but it wasn't. But it's still taken out of context. He didn't say play it. He didn't say you have to finish it. No, he just said I just don't understand how. How does the NFL does this? That's all he yeah, said. I I do take it as that. I, I think people overreacted. Down, he was looking down the road instead of like being in the moment of. Uh, a but great he sent like tweet. seven tweets that were in the moment, and then that was yeah. the next one. So I mean, it, I think people reacted just the same way they think that. I, I think they overreacted. People over Shannon didn't like it, and Shannon wants him to take it down. And he said he's not going to take it down. So no, I don't yeah. think he should. I'm I'm one of those people that you stand by your word, man. If I say something, I'm saying, man. That's the problem I think with social media. Everyone thinks, oh man, I want to apologize for the. No, man, I stood by it. I said it. I mean, you know, whatever yeah, I it is, it. I, I'll, I'll take whatever comes with it. I mean, you don't have to take it down. Taking it down don't mean it didn't happen. That's no, the I problem. I think people think yeah. taking it down means it. Does. Oh man, it didn't happen. <laughs> no, it happened, man. Now it went away. Now, yeah, I will that note that uh, that ratings were up fifty seven percent. That's why Fox <laughs> kept them on the air. That's why Fox. I tell you what, though, everybody worried about Skip Bayless tweet. You should have been worried about all that shitty ass or silly ass tweets talking about blaming it on uh, vaccination. Oh Lord, oh miss, I gotta get on Twitter. That was the worst part. <laughs> all the vaccination yeah, tweets. I gotta get on Twitter. I like reading the comments. When y'all send uh, it's first thing I do is go to the comments. I just go to the comments and look at all the racism. Oh, uh, dude, I'm crackbacks. It's, it's they're hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, my ass. Who this nigga up on that name? I agree though, Aaron. I think it was a little bit taken out of context that, but I, I agree that it's timing and people you know what I'm saying? Emotionally, we're, we're not we're not ready or wanting to hear that. And so he mm-hmm. got the response he got. But, you know, we'll see. Well, anyways, yeah, so game got canceled. And DeMar Hamlin seems to be making a recovery. So hopefully he's he's able to progress and live a normal life. He hopefully doesn't have any lingering lingering effects of, you know, basically you know, his, his heart stopping and blood flow, you know, you know, stopping to his brain for a period of time, uh, which seemed like it was... 10 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe, you know. So. No, no, no. Because once they start doing CPR, they're pumping. Blood no. Yeah, they're, pumping, they're, pump, yeah. They're, they're pumping it, but, 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 but it it's not like, like It probably is less. It but it's not like he's respirating. Minutes. I know you're pumping blood that still has oxygen in it, but mm-hmm. I'm saying he's not respirating new oxygen into that blood. So it's not like it's being reoxygenated. So it's just. I mean, that's, what blood that's what you got the blow. That's what you got the blow on the nose yeah. for, Jared. Yeah, but that, you know, it's a lot of CPR. They say, you know, I'm going to look that up, Jared. I think. I think you got a magic moment. What the hell's a reoxygenated? <laughs> reoxygenate or oxygenate? Reoxygenate? Man, I was just trying to re up. But yeah, hopefully he he can live a good life and maybe he does get back to the football at some point. But uh, I mean, you gotta you gotta realize like if that happens anywhere else, he is dead, right? Like if that same thing, like if he has cardiac arrest at a grocery store, he's dead. Yeah, you if know what? At an airport, he's dead. I was <laughs> just thinking about that, Brandon. Today, I was like, dude, if I was to pass out right now, I'm dead, right? I ain't got nobody. I live by myself. I like like if that was to happen to me, right? And then I thought about that same thing. I was like, well, at school. 
if it happened on the yard, who can I count on to start CPR and then someone to go? There's an AED at school, but I feel like I'm the only one that know that knows where the shit is. Like me and probably Rodney, the only two that know, that realize we might have a heart attack. We don't need two motherfuckers know what it is. He ain't around. I'm in trouble, right? And I where thought about the AED. God damn it! It's behind the secretary desk. It's on the wall, dude. I'm fighting for my. Life. But I thought, but but yeah, I was like, he got CPR pretty fast. That's faster than most people who you find on a beach, even when they survive and are fine. When they get pulled out the ocean, when someone's a lifeguard at a pool, like Brandon said, any other situation. Now, here's the strange thing, you guys. You know, you know, you know this has happened in hockey like five times within the last ten years. I meant to mention that. Yeah, yeah, hockey happens a lot more. Last time it happened was Chris. Was it Chris Ponger? Took a, <clears throat> took a heart, a puck to the chest. Yeah, and their pads, their pads aren't shit in hockey man no pads on it was the shit. same it was actually um, the same exact same injury or yeah and this happened and then when it happened a couple other times like it wasn't a puck to the chest i don't know i think it was a hit and then they made it to the bench and then they no you gotta out. remember you gotta remember that one dude took a skate to the neck yeah 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 they're bleeding out let's not forget this also happened in the euro cup two summers ago Two yep. summers ago, Erickson, Christian Erickson for Denmark. First game. The first game of your cup. But, but that's because he smoked cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's because basically playing a game of soccer is like running two marathons. Yeah, it is. And basically. And, uh, and, he, and he smoked cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> he just called it Euro trash right there, boy. <laughs> he he hit that ground, man. Nice. And AD once again saved him. It's crazy. Yeah, AD improves your chances by like a very high percent. It's worth. Yeah, no I'm sorry. Carry my own AD. Carry that <laughs> shit around. <laughs> Carry that shit in the movie theater. This movie theater is supposed to have it now, but I doubt I trust any of them high school workers to know where it's at. Too busy. They probably took it apart to get high with it. I'm just trying to get whatever cool. they be stabbing themselves with to revive in Call of Duty. I just carry one of those around. And, uh... Come on, <laughs> come on! I th- yeah, I was Don't thinking about that because I was, I was talking to a dude. So I'm like, man, you should you know keep a Narcan pen with you. I was like, for what? Just get somebody OD around you. I'm not out after six p.m. <laughs> exactly, dude. He's like in case someone OD around. You realize I'm spending yeah. a lot of time with my kids, right? Like, you smoke crack, don't you? Yeah, come, right, come, 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 people, y'all hang around. You need a Narcan. Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack? After seeing the aftermath with DeMar Hamlin, also this week, uh, Blake Wheeler is set to return from for the Winnipeg Jets after suffering a ruptured testicle um, back in December. He suffered the ruptured testicle and finished the game, guys. So, you know what I'm saying? I <laughs> See, just, hockey I always put that on back, everything. <laughs> Man, he played... He played with a torn this, and it's like, dude, you're gliding across ice. You don't have to make cuts or anything. Leading to my question: What sport is tougher? Or what? What is the toughest uh, sport? Football, hockey, or is there another one? <laughs> Football is the toughest sport. No other sport come close to it. Not UFC. Not hockey. And UFC, I would say, would be the next one because you know UFC, you can really get damaged. UFC probably would be closer to football, but the the fact that most of them are so methed out and just don't have brain cells already, I don't know if they really damaging anything. You know, as Dana White, as Dana like White showed this weekend, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they ain't got many brain cells to begin with, so I don't know if they got them beat out of them. They just came with zero. So like, fuck, they came with less. I think they gained more than they came with. But hockey always tries to make these claims. Man, we're we're the toughest people out here. Look, I played ice hockey. I was and I was a tough guy out there. I didn't feel shit out there. I'll be honest, man. Pedro, remember we used to play in high school when we used to just do pickup tackle football at horseman? What would happen the next day? 
None of us could fucking walk. The lactic acid Burn. just destroyed our legs. From tackle football with friends on the weekend, we couldn't walk the next day. Right? We all call each other, hey, man, were you able to walk? Man, I, I barely got a bed. I didn't want my mom to know I played tackle football. I had to lie to her, so I'm over there faking. I'm in pain. I played hockey. Burn. Equipment hitting and all that, nothing, man. Woke up the next day, felt fine. Gliding across the ice half the time. But they want to sell they tough guys, man. Guy had a ruptured testicle. He's a hockey player. He wasn't using the shit anyway. Your mother's dick is bigger than yours. <laughs> the only people he using it all are some red state, red state former child stars. That's the only thing you good mm -hmm. for. <laughs> Hillary Duff and uh, what's that full house bitch? Her, 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 her. No, her. I, I think that's her. I think that's her legal name. That full house. <laughs> that full house <laughs> bitch. That, I'm surprised you don't know her name. Yeah, that man. full house bitch that out there talking about the only marriages that she really see are are are, are, are real marriages between a man and a woman. Yeah, that that using hiding behind Christianity, her and her dumbass brother. See, that's the only women that hockey get. They get bitches like Aaron Andrews with all the goddamn extensions in her hair, look like a goddamn goose. I googled Full House Bitch, and uh, what came up is uh, 20 times Stephanie Tanner was the baddest bitch on Full House. I take her over to Full House Bitch I'm talking about, though. You know what I'm talking about. That one that's related to Curtis Cameron or Kurt Cameron. Kurt Cam Cam Cameron. Candace Cameron, whatever the fuck her name is. That Full House Bitch, that's the only one. They, they think, oh, man, hockey, hockey be getting, man, they don't get shit, man. They a bunch of boring ass fucking Canadians and a bunch of boring ass no personality dudes that's just from the United States. The ones with most personality are from Russia and the ones that be hanging around Putin and shit. What do you mean, you people? The rest of them ain't got no personality, man. What's this between a hockey and a mannequin at J.C. Penney's? <laughs> exactly. What is it? What is it? <laughs> Nothing. You get better conversation out of the mannequin at J.C. Penney's. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not too sure of this, but I. I think Aaron doesn't like them Canadians. I ain't got no problem with Canadians, especially the white Canadians. The black Canadians, I probably can't stand a little bit more because they, they, they try to use swag. They try to come out here and act like they, they, they grew up in the same situations as the most African Americans, unless they born in Nova Scotia. That's some hard ass shit. But these motherfuckers be out of Toronto and shit, like Drake, and be going to the Grassi and, and Jamal, Jamal Murray and and Andrew Wiggins and these motherfuckers. Man, hey, man, hey, man, it, hey man, it's it's cripping with Universal Health Care, man. That's what it looked like, man. Hey, they got no crib and they have to put up with nothing, man. They got I seen Degrassi high. I watched a couple of seasons of that shit. Candace Cameron, Aaron. Candace Cameron. I knew that was that bitch thing. That full house bitch. That's what. <laughs> what did she say? Wedding cake discrimination. She had a wedding cake discrimination, I guess. Man, who knows, man? She's an entitled bitch. So she she defended in 2015 a uh Oregon bakery that refused to make a cake, a cake for, for a lesbian, lesbian wedding. Right? Told you she a bitch, man. A right wing yeah. bitch. That's what she is. She oh, that was her. Yeah, I remember that. Freedom of association. Anyways, yeah. Well, I, I hope I hope that bakery's still doing great. I guess right. No, not. Yeah. <laughs> they can associate with who they want to, and people can choose to continue to associate with them if they want to. So. People, we got to talk to God. Uh, uh, let's see. I don't oh, know. There's that picture right there. Go up. That's the picture. Where her husband just grabbing her titty like that. Uh, and then she posted on Instagram and then she just she just need a lot of a fucking attention, man. He's like, he like a cornball white dude. He's a hockey player. He is a cornball white dude. That's what they all are. <laughs> cornball white dudes. His brother yeah. was actually good. He he's a Nepo hockey player. His brother was baller. His brother was a 
was Burray. They used to play for Vancouver. Paul Burray. Yeah. yeah, I think that was his brother or something. Oh, Valerie Burray. Well, yeah. So, uh, so we are we in all agreement that uh, hockey ain't shit. Like Aaron, <laughs> just so eloquently. Dude, fake tough guys. Fake <laughs> tough guys. <laughs> Bunch of fake tough guys. It's easy to be tough when you when you hanging out and at, at, at fucking Tim Hortons all day. <laughs> I want you to see be tough when you in the hood at Winchell's in L.A. Then show me your toughness. <laughs> well, so it sounds like Aaron's list is football, MMA, and then hockey is somewhere. No, I didn't even put there. hockey next. <laughs> I didn't put hockey next. Lawn darts next. Lawn darts. After that. <laughs> Lawn darts, probably basketball, baseball, and golf. Golf. Auto racing is above that. Um, is auto racing in the top three, you would think? Uh, nah, nah. Too many safety rules now. Maybe if they take it to the highest I, I, I think it's in the top five, man. Yeah, maybe auto racing top five. It's hard to rank because hockey threw me off my game, so it's hard to be ranked. <laughs> I just know hockey. I can't, I can't think of sports right now. You're gonna be, <laughs> he played with man. a ruptured <laughs> testicle, Aaron. I got to give him a little credit, right? So now. he played in pain. It wasn't like he couldn't Virgin, play. You, Virgin, you're not acting like he played with, with torn ACLs. He you operationally define this. How big was the testicle? Because he might have not even noticed. So, exactly. so check out. That's probably what happened. He didn't even notice. He didn't even know it was ruptured. Probably it's just a scrotum sack was cut. Probably had a paper cut on the scrotum sack. But that's what hockey act like. Hockey blow up injuries. Man. He's man. Shaved a little too close this time. Exactly. Man, this man played with the brain. He had a brain contusion, man. You see what happened? That that man, that, that paper airplane caught it with glanced his head. Yeah, and that nigga owe me five dollars. Fuck uh, them. That's yeah. why nobody watched that shit. All right. Well, uh, so football is the most uh, physical for all y'all too. I think MMA is probably a little more physical. It depends on the position, though, because it because all MMA fighters have to do all the stuff. Yeah, football players you don't have to do all the stuff. There's a kicker over there who only kicks. He ain't yeah, got. But, okay, let's take stuff. away the kicker. There's, and the there's, punter, there's, right? there's, there's, there's a quarterback out there. He might have to run a little bit, but guess what? Like he doesn't have to run as much as the receiver has to run. But but offensive Brandon, lineman, <laughs> the offensive lineman and defensive lineman do way more than MMA. They get know, hit on every a, play. That that and is a percentage. Out of the twenty-two players on the field, there's ten people and, and who are likely, like the, MMA, who are the most likely to get hit on the play. MMA, you might fight three times a year, right? Whereas like three to four times a year. Whereas like in, in NFL, you you plan sixteen games and then let's not throw in, even though they probably don't pl- practice like they used to. And then for you to make it there, you took a lot of hits in college. You took a lot of hits in high school. You took a lot of hits in Pee Wee, Pop Warner. All right. So what about boxing? Is that sport still around? <laughs> what is the, is the, well, I mean, because the training is just as it's almost as intense as the actual fight, though, right? Because like you are doing a crazy amount of running, like you're actually sparring with other fuckers. A lot of people get hurt in the training, but they can't even get to a fight. And then there's then there's like wrestlers, like Olympic wrestlers. Those were on, all they ever get is cauliflower here, dude. Separated shoulders here and there, and cauliflower here. That's the only injury I see. They still tougher than hockey, though. But so is women's <laughs> gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> Women's gymnastics is tough, man. They be getting all kind of leg and back in. <laughs> no, they 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 go through some. They shit. tougher than hockey, man. <laughs> tougher than hockey. So it's uh, so it's sailing. All right. What about street skating? <laughs> street skating tougher than hockey. <laughs> the only thing, fan, please come the out. The only thing less know. less less tougher than hockey is that guy that works at the zoo of pandas that has to like. Grab the baby and throw a cup, a bowl of porch in the panda's hand real quick. That's the only thing less tough than hockey. Because you're not quite evil enough. <laughs> but it's true. You're quasi evil. 
You're semi-evil. You're the margarine of evil. You're the Diet Coke of evil. Just one calorie, not evil enough. I didn't know, I didn't know we didn't like hockey on this show. <laughs> I like hockey. I actually like hockey in sport, but I just hate when they act like they're so damn tough. They not. He don't like hockey. He don't like hockey players. <laughs> it sounds like. I like the playoffs. I guess they're okay with playoffs. getting their teeth knocked out. As like a, as yeah, like they, a they quit term. the show. They ain't got no teeth. <laughs> I guess you don't need teeth to eat a Tim Hortons donut. You're going to have to tell me that all the time because I like potato chips. That's what makes you tough. Is I keep getting my teeth knocked out and coming back from mole. You know, they can clean up you know half the injuries if they just wore an actual helmet and real pads wear a real helmet real pads and how about they actually wear a mouthpiece they can't talk good though they don't say shit to half of them speak different languages out there man and he said i was ugly and i couldn't read good half of them speak different language you got one from the ukraine on the same line on the same line with the dude from finland on the same line with the dude from U.S. and about two Canadians on the back line they don't they don't speak the same language and you got a goalie that's probably ignorant you know, see, this is the problem. This is why black people can never take over hockey because too many of the really good white players would refuse to be called nigga on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> AG3 taking him to church. Wow. So, uh, let's get to it. Amen, y'all. What did you come here for? What did you come down here for? Tell me. To get delivered more. Well, y'all praise God with him. I don't like men no more. Women, 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 women. Are you ready Yeah. I'm not gay. Before I start. He's delivering you now. Just want to get a few things off my chest. I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. And I ain't playing no more. Time to go back to church now. I'm in my pool. Let me, hold, let me hit the pool pit to my pew. Man, I'm gonna tell you this. This is why this is why we need to go to church. Because everybody out here telling me how great the NBA is. I ain't forgot about this. I ain't forgot about y'all. All y'all that told me how great the NBA is. J- j- just last year, I was listening to our best of 2022 show, and all I could hear is Jared talking about how great the NBA was and how he was so forward looking to the playoffs and all this bullshit and all these lies. That's why I'm a I'm a pastor that curse in his church. How you a pastor and cursing? Well, bitch, let me tell you something. You must be a bitch. Like Cheryl, yes, I cuss. I'm the cussing pastor while your motherfucking pastor ain't doing a goddamn thing. The NBA is not that well. Is it making money? Yes. Is it doing great? No. So do you know that right now the NBA has 24 players who are averaging more than 20 shots a game? Five years ago, the NBA only had five players that averaged 20 shots a game. Ten years ago, just one. Kobe Bryant averaged 23. No one averaged 20 shots a game. Everyone's like, oh, man, what's up with this NBA offensive explosion? Laurie Markkinen getting 50 points. Spider from Cleveland. Donovan Mitchell getting 70, 71. 71. This person getting 50. Man, there was a game with Sadiq Bay. Sadiq, what's his name? Sadiq Bay or the, uh, Sadiq what's the other guy? Then he get 40. I'm like, come on, man. This ain't because of talent. It's because nobody's playing defense. It's because nobody's playing hard. So listen to this, Brandon. I pay for the NFL package, right? The, it's called the Sunday ticket. And it's it's not cheap. It's like 300 bucks for the season. It's only 18 days worth of games to watch. It's only 18 days. And I tell you this, I feel like I get my value worth out of that. Now, here's a strange thing. The NBA, three weeks into the season, offered a discount on the NBA package, right? 50 bucks for the whole year. You got all kind of games 
I'm gonna tell you right now, I've been watching that shit a lot, and that shit, I still feel like I have I, I got jipped paying 50 bucks for that shit. Dude, it feel like I am getting jipped like you wouldn't believe. You turn on <laughs> basketball on a Tuesday, you might as well watch watch a tough guy contest that <laughs> takes place outside of a hockey stadium. Because I tell you this, it is just bad. Players don't play. Now you're praying that, that your star player plays 60 games, man. Oh, man, I hope he plays 60 games. Basketball's doing well, man. You see what Luca just did? Man, that's unbelievable. See, I don't play. It's about being real. It's about the truth. And I don't give a damn what none of you bitches says and none of you whole-ass niggas either. No one plays defense. So here's the crazy thing. I watch college basketball this week. I watched three games. Providence beat UConn. UConn's ranked second in nation. Providence beat them. Then I watched UConn turn around and beat Creighton in another great game on Saturday. And then in between there, I watched USC versus UCLA. Nailbiter went down to a final bucket. Even in the USC-UCLA game, which nobody made a bucket, they played hard. Both teams play hard. College teams are playing hard. Offensive rebounding matters. People have to box out. People hit boards. It's just enjoyable to watch people really play hard. Yes, the better players are in the NBA. And yet, it's a lot of garbage I'm watching. It's a lot of teams that I don't know who's on this team. San Antonio. I mean, I'm like, who who the fuck is this? So, Um, John. They don't practice anymore. So that hurts the fact defense. That's usually when you come up with your schemes and things like that. Remember last year, the Warriors went down, said they only practice an hour? I'm like, my God, people don't practice. And, and, and here you are, man, to hear these basketball fans. Some of them are Jared's homeboys. I'm going to let you know. Good guys, but just terrible, terrible sports sports takes. Uh, mm-hmm. And they try to tell me, hey, man, I, you know what? That I have this love, hate with football, man. Forget football. Fuck basketball. Can I get an amen? Fuck the NBA. Amen. Can I get a that is some shit they put across your screen. And these players are making 40 million a year to not play. To quote Shannon Sharp, greatest nickname in the world when he called Kawhi Leonard government check Kawhi. Because he shows up twice a month. Trying to hook up with another woman to get a dick out, to ration a piece of it out. Just like they ration our damn government cheese in the project. Twice a month. That's it. That's the only time he plays. Nobody playing. I watch football. Not even a great week of football because there was only a few games that really had any matter. You still saw players play hard. Guess what? Carolina still played hard. Atlanta still played hard. Cleveland played hard against Pittsburgh. Lost. But they play hard, Pedro. I was watching again. They played hard. They just ain't good. Washington played played harder than the Cowboys. Washington Cowboys tried to play hard, but Dak just threw interceptions and got him out of in the beginning. And Ezekiel Elliott just ain't Ezekiel ain't got no speed. He got caught from behind on a run in which he had blocking by a guy that had the worst angle on him I've ever seen. Yeah, got no burst no more. No mercy. Yeah, they still played hard. NBA, they don't. We are getting gypped, people. I got gypped out of 50 bucks buying this shit for the whole year. I got gypped. Stop sitting here acting like the NBA is in a great place. Are they scoring a lot? Yes. Van Gundy this week came out and said he wishes they take away the corner three. That might actually have more movement. He said the problem now with the NBA is that the best player takes the ball. All the analytics say your best player should have the ball in his hand the most. And it's like, hey, we'll go from there. It's ridiculous. Nobody moves. Nobody do anything. Stop giving the NBA a pass, people. You won't give football a pass. When my boy B-plus told me today, fuck football, I said, you got every right to say that this week. I said, if anybody can say that, it's you. 
Yeah, you still probably limping and feeling pains from things from earlier in your career, B plus. You can say it. I, I, hey, anybody can say it. But stop giving letting NBA off the hook, man. They're putting out a poor product. There's no fast breaks anymore. Have you noticed that? There's no fast breaks. There's no fast breaks where it's like a guy coming down and two guys on the wings, and I'm going to see a great dump off and no look. There's two books that should be written. The end of the power game for when Shaq's retirement and the end of fast breaks for when Jason Williams' white chocolate retire. Because hey, he was the last person that I seen that could throw no look. Because nobody runs fast breaks no more. Nobody. No, because the no looks go to the corner for the corner three. The no looks go for quarter three, and the person running down, if he ain't got a one-on-zero or one-on-one, he ain't going to the basket himself. And I just want to clarify yeah. that uh, the word "gypped" is uh, is a derogatory term. Although it does mean to be. I hope it's derogatory to everybody. I hope they get mad when I say it, and I hope you chip a booze. I'll use it like that too. How to RG three use it? That's how I'll use it. People said that Jalen Hurts couldn't get it done. He couldn't operate from the pocket. He's not the quarterback of the future. I think he proved all those jigaboos wrong. Let's get some cutty corner shout outs. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts is the segment in the show where we get a chance to rant, complain, talk about something that's pissing you off, or highlight something positive in the world. Maybe that's what I'm looking forward to 2023 is highlighting more positives in the world. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. It's, it's, it's Aaron, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Yeah, my Cutty Corner shout out goes out to Rolling Stone and some of their top lists. So this week they came out with their 200 greatest singers of all time, right? List. See, here's the problem. Rolling Stone keeps doing 200 lists. That's that first problem. Stop starting the list at 200. Just stand up. Stop giving out participation trophies. All right. Just stand up. You want to make 100? I can live with 100. You want to make 50? Even better. You want to start at 20? More power to you. You just want to go 10? Okay. Do 100. Stop doing 200. Anyway, I was really pissed off by some of the people on this list and where they were. Some of the greatest. Marvin Gaye was at 20. Didn't understand that. I mean, that still makes him one of the 20s greatest things of all time. Celia Cruz, 18. Elvis Presley's still an ass was was 17. Bob Elvis. Dylan nasally ass was was thirteen. Prince was like fifteen or some shit. Patsy Cline she could sing. John Lennon okay. There was a little bit of a Beatles thing that I didn't understand. Little Richard was eleven. But this is my thing. Okay, here's the top ten. Al Gritz Green was ten. I can live with that. Otis Redding nine. I can live with that. Right. Beyonce eight. <laughs> just throw the list away throw it away just a little quick shout out to Beyonce 8 I just heard it I literally just heard it I heard the whole thing in my trailer and I've got to say in all honesty um, it's the biggest piece of dog shit that I have ever heard everyone's laughing by the way but it's true because everybody's heard it too everyone heard it right they look at all everyone's like yeah big piece of dog shit shouldn't be called black rose should be called big piece of black dog shit that's what it should be called not even the hard dried up dog shit for seven days it's the soft dog shit is like 
baby shit. It's like that. That's what the album is like. I need exactly. that list. I need that list. I'm, a, I'm, about to, I'm about to go off. Stevie Wonder 7, I can live with that. Ray Charles 6, I can live with that. Mariah Carey 5, I'm like, she down to 5? Who the hell? Billy Holiday 4, I can live with that, okay. Sam Cooke 3, I know Jared was happy with that one, right? Whitney Houston 2, I was like, alright, well who the fuck number 1? Number one's Aretha Franklin. I can live with that. My problem is how Beyonce make the top 10? Hold on. <laughs> and then here's a crazy thing. There's two names not on this list that sing better than Beyonce. And they're not even in the 200 list. One, Celine Dion. Better than Beyonce. I'm not a Celine Dion fan, but she can sing better than Beyonce. I know you don't like it, but you need to stop shucking and jiving. We got a problem. Here's one of my top vocalists all time. Easily top five and was not on the list of 200. Dion Warwick. True. What greatest voice of all time? Ask Burt Burt Bacharach that. He wrote songs that was impossible for other people to sing. The song Promises is one of the hardest songs to sing. Only person I can pull off was her. Rolling Stone, man. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Do you just want attention too? You worse than Candace Cameron Burry right now. You just want attention. And you're like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, man, I'm just gonna put we just gonna put this list out of 20 just as like a thirst trap or something, right? Just like Candace Cameron go put out a picture of her husband grabbing her C cup as a thirst trap. Go promote organ bakeries and shit like that, man. I, I don't know what the fuck's wrong, Rolling Stone. For starters, if my child ever came home, if I was have kids and he come home with a 13 place trophy, I would do just like James Harrison did. We taking this back because trophies in our family are earned and you don't earn 13 place trophies. You don't earn that. You earn the first place trophy. They want to give you a third place. I can live with that. But a participation in a top 200 list. Stop doing top 200. I had to surf through the top 200 hip hop albums th today of all time. And that that really pissed me off. They they had Nick, uh, a Nicki Minaj album in the top 10. I'm like, no, 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 no. Kendrick Lamar had two albums in the top 20. You niggas are crazy. Don't get me wrong, Rolling Stone. Kendrick Lamar is tight. But let me tell you some people who could have two hip hop albums in the top 20. Dr. Dre. Maybe Tupac, maybe Biggie, Tribe Called Quest for sure. Eric B and Rakim Camp too. I'll even live with Missy Elliott having two. She had two dope albums. Or APMD. APMD Camp too. Lauren Hill. Why Clef Jean could have two? He could have one. He got one in the top 200. He wasn't even on the list, Jerry. He wasn't in the top 200. I was mad about that because I at least agree with you. That's a top 200 all time album. Easily. Yeah. Easily hip hop. And and look, there's MF Doom has some albums on there, deservingly so. Not Meg The Stallion had an album in the top twenty. I said, "Come on, man, come on." Queen Latifah and Salt and Pepper were better than her. They doing it come by sales? Or is this, is I don't know, dude. They doing it. They doing it by popularity. Yeah, it's a they're, popular. Kendrick Lamar's tight. He should not have two albums in the top yeah, twenty. Yeah, we should have one album one. in the top. Back on. Yeah, Adro, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Yeah, that has to do with um, football celebrations. It's done got out of hand. Now, I'm not talking about touchdowns. <laughs> I'm not talking about touchdowns. Are you talking about turnovers? Uh, I'm not talking about turnovers. I'm talking about first downs and pass blocks in sacks. 
As y'all seen, your boy out there, Knox. What's, what's the rookie's name for? Uh, no, Thibodeau or whatever his name was. Can you tell me a team because you're just throwing out names right no, now. No, it's Thibodeau, uh, the Giants. Oh, Giants I'm Thibodeau, the Giants. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Thibodeau. See, the dude with, with, with Nick Foles was just rhyming in pain um, <laughs> right next to him, and he was celebrating. Old boy from this this cat here in Green Bay, Alexander, the cornerback, makes a couple of big plays, knocks the ball down, starts celebrating. He celebrated hard. <laughs> nigga, nigga was second down. <laughs> it was. He, did. <laughs> he, did. he made a tackle. He celebrated a tackle in which the guy Dude, gained yards. I, I can't count how many players I've seen in college this, this last over the uh, New Year's Day weekend celebrate. On second down, of them stopping making a big play, and then the next play get uh, the offense get a first down. So <laughs> many defensive players, you done celebrated like you done made a a big stop, and you done stopped the momentum, and the other team scores. Two plays later, I watched USC and UCLA celebrate some third down plays. They stopped. They went on fourth down and do scored the touchdown. I'm like, why y'all celebrating? It don't do not celebrate unless the play is over. Even even the guys that are um, running and they just they barely they get the first down and the next play call is a holding they down <laughs> back twenty yards. Yeah, yeah. You get a fourth down play. You do that first down, then you punt the ball the next sequence. Just <laughs> celebrate. Next year we need to work on this football. Brandon, do you have a cutty corner shout out? Oh yeah, man. Um, so I'm I say this with love. Everyone who's in a bad relationship, I need y'all to start talking about y'all bad relationship early. Okay, let us know things are rocky before we find out. I sent birthday texts. Oh, we broke up three months ago. Please <laughs> let me know <laughs> what's going on. Just let me know. Just update your address, bud. Happy New Year's, man. By the way. I'm just saying, like you, you know, like you see somebody that's happy or cool. I know he's with her. I know she's with him. And I'm the kind of person, like I don't, you know, if I count up with you, I like I write down people's birthdays, you know, just check in. Hey man, how y'all doing? Over the holidays, I did this three times. I was like, hey, real man. quick, <laughs> this is the last had, happy had, New Year's next. At the big on there, just just real quick, at the biggest breakup <laughs> check in ever. <laughs> And that's that's why was, that's why it resonated with me. Really. <laughs> the biggest one, two fools together, I'm like, hey y'all, come on out. Come to find out one beating up another one, and I'm like, oops. <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> exactly. Maybe all kinds of nonsense going on, but y'all still show up smiling, posing on Instagram. I think y'all good. I think everything's fine. Let us know some shit's rocky. Hey, won't you send? A, won't you set up an Instagram live or TikTok live when y'all arguing, so we know that this is a possibility. Uh, we just stop posting photos, so then we can be like, you know what? I ain't seen them post photos together in the last two months. Maybe some shit's happened. We now we can have a side conversation. 
Let me stop posting that. photos like it's a happy relationship. I agree. Right on that one. For sure. And there's that. And then there's the other people who uh, who break up with somebody. And then, oh, they were a narcissist. How long were you with them? Oh, six years. You ain't find this shit out <laughs> the first five? <laughs> oh, man, he was real selfish, man. And kind of racist. How long were you with them? Oh, four and a half years. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not talking about me um people <laughs> i was like man y'all be just making it y'all be you know finding all kinds of stuff when y'all break up but when y'all together man he ain't never said bruh he ain't never said a bad word he helping old ladies cross the street randomly he just stand out he's standing on the corner waiting for old ladies to try to cross the street but as soon as y'all break up man he was all kinds of niggas and nada nada i ain't gonna be too many more motherfuckers yeah <laughs> damn man. sad man man i just need y'all to keep your relationships a little more real <laughs> online and with me just hey if i'm you know if we hanging out just hey give me just give me a sign or something just put three fingers up say hey man we got about three more months don't get too attached don't be invited to the like, cookout i'm in I, yeah i'm in breakup acquisition mode right now i'm trying to salvage what it's going to claim when this ends hey man I, yeah i got i got my first and last month saved up Well, my Cutty Corner shout-out goes out to uh, Fantasy Football. Uh, we got a champion here by the name of DJ Art. The Holy Trinity. The team, the Holy Trinity that Darius claims he deserves a cut from monetarily because he didn't put no money in, but is claiming he deserves a cut in. But the team that... You know, he was bitching about getting in a league with me, uh, you know, and we, you know, we bartered out an agreement. We bartered out, you know, uh, a thing where, you know, his team name, he's part of the team name. He's our third part of the Holy Trinity. Uh, our fantasy team won the title. We uh, threw a tough technicality, uh, which if that played out differently, I could see why AG3 would be really upset. But we were beating him by about 90 points and he had yeah, Joe Burrow going Monday Night Football. So it was very uh, small chance he was going to end up making a comeback small. with that game. One percent. Unfortunately, the game got canceled, so now I guess Yahoo has made it to where I won the week and I just get the win. So I, I am the champion. A uh, positive thing is DJ Art. Uh, shout out to uh, Gabe, uh, El Bobby, Garcia, uh, and uh, Adarius. This championship was brought to you by Adarius. That's what I'm talking about. Anyways, we're the champions. <laughs> Happy. Waiting to get my money so I can split it with Adarius. I mean, not Adarius, with Gabe. And uh, move on from there. Uh, AG3 is a champion in our high school 510 league, so that's good news. Aaron gets to keep his money. Uh, Terry Bradshaw, Aaron pulled the Terry Bradshaw uh, game, and uh, fortunately, he don't got to give his money away because he won his own money back. We put it forward to next year. Who could beat Aaron? DJ Art, real champion here. I finally won a fantasy football, so now I'm going to act like I know everything about fantasy football. So if you need any advice as right. a champion, now like I say, as a champion, well, I'll give you this advice. So. Holla at us if you need any advice on fantasy. I will do the most minimal of research and give you a gut feeling, okay? It's not even a pen, it's a nasal spray. You gotta shoot up somebody knows. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yes. man, he was on this kick, man. He was like, man, I saved like two people. And I was like, good for you, man. You nah, stay man, out of places where that happened. Motherfucker, <laughs> think he's super. What the hell? Where's he hanging out? <laughs>
He over he, here, Captain. Yeah, all the music, yeah. He probably checking under every freeway. He's, <laughs> so I drop my freeways at night, you know, seeing who I can save. He's the new captain, new age captain Sabo. Anybody he, doing he, fentanyl or opium or heroin? Him, you know, he'd be hanging out at the clubs when the music goes douche, 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 douche. Yeah, he's like, yeah, one of them nice. Uh, he's hanging guy. around all, all the people doing drugs on the street. If he's saying where to pass out hoes at. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's You gotta what, check the bathrooms of the nightclubs. You got fools ODing in the bathroom stalls, women's. He's probably hanging out at Hood Slam. He Jesus and Mary Magdalene's wife. Hood Slam did have somebody passed out in the goddamn bathroom. <laughs> yeah, but they, sure. I don't think they OD'd. No, they might have OD'd a little bit on some alcohol. On alcohol and he was not getting in my car. <laughs> <laughs> they, might have, they might have hepatitis like now. I to, <laughs> like I told him. Hey, that started a whole conversation, Brandon, because when he OD'd. That, that, that set one of Aaron's they, lives for yeah, me. Yeah, because we were online with the person, his one of his best friends. Shout out to my homie Gabe. Shout out to Gabe. Yeah, Soul Raider. Yeah, He's one of the subscriber okay. yeah he was like what i'm supposed to do leave him on the floor i said hell yeah he's like no you can't leave your boy i said okay let me let me put it like this jared jared i need you to listen to me right now if you are if we go out to Atlanta, you get drunk enough that you pass out on that pit, dirty ass piss ass floor you getting left <laughs> Brandon, we were at that slam. Remember, that was yeah. a day that I really went off on the bathrooms being pissy. <laughs> they were nasty. That shit I was like, smeared on the ground. I was like, dude, the bathrooms way. are pissy for the moment we walked in. Don't right. tell me they ain't cleaned them in the week. Bathroom, bathroom looked like an exploded porter potty. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to, to Hoodslam though for you know saying help me realize uh, two different things about two different friends. I, I knew Aaron. I learned Aaron will not give me a ride if I did something really nasty like that. I knew <laughs> my homie Gabe. Shout out sponsor. Soul Raider was uh no I could just do about do just about anything and uh I'll still get a ride home with them. You know, I heard that <laughs> like, story. No matter where I pass out. Yeah. I told you, and I'll fight for you. I do a lot of things, but I you ain't getting in my car after that. I saw the floors. <laughs> the story is, is the bathroom was nasty at Hood Slam. Uh shout out to Oakland Metro, uh R.I.P. <laughs> Metro Opera House. Their location is is close. We right were there now. that same day he took his homie home. He, yeah, so his homie, it might have been one of his cousins, but it, it was one of his friends or cousins. Laugh. They uh they got really drunk. And, you know, he's smoking and drinking the hood slams, BYOB. And so this fool passed out um somewhere in the in the bathroom stall. I think he might have thrown up a little bit, but he was, like, sitting, passed out next to the toilet. And uh, they, they grabbed him and uh, took him home. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Pedro. That same day. I, I told Brandon, I didn't go in the stall all the way. I just started pissing on the floor from the edge of the stall, from the edge of the door, because it was too fucked up to go any farther. I had to take off my own shoes before going in my house. No, I remember, because he was like, man, I'm going to walk around the block. Why? Get the shit off the bottom of my shoe. Yeah, all that shit off my shoe, man. That shit was bad, man. The sad part is, after I used to bath for that one time in there, I started using it outside. I started peeing outside. So you was using COVID protocols before COVID. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if you can survive yeah. that bathroom, uh, you can probably survive COVID. <laughs> COVID couldn't survive that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs>